Welcome back, everybody, to the Kickback Podcast. My name is Joan. We have another guest today. For a second return, we got Tony Cortez. What's up? In the building, bro. How you been, dude? Fucking good. Amazing, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry about the studio, everybody. It's the first time we're filming in here. First time you're here. It's going to be a brand new experience from the second one. Or from the first one. Yep. How you been, bro? Been what you been up to? Been good. Been working real hard, bro. Training three times a day. Sometimes four, sometimes five. Working really hard. Do you think the that the working three times a day is like actually... Well, of course it's worth it. But like, you don't think you overexhaust yourself sometimes? Nah. I know I'm 20 years old and I got a lot, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. So I put it to use. And I also take care of my body when I need to. So what are you eating on a like daily basis? I'm eating whatever's healthy. Um, hard boiled eggs, um, chicken, fish, everything vegetables, healthy, fruits, stuff like that. No junk foods at all. Nah, nah, not because you don't want to or just because I don't want to. Cause I'm not trying to lose to anybody, you know, but the temptation is there sometimes. Yeah. But I still, I don't eat it. If you could choose like a junk food to eat, like one, you should get like a cheat meal. What would you be? Fast food, a snack. The hearts of my opponents. Oh shit. <laughs> As a snack. Yeah. The hearts. I'm going to eat your throat. <laughs> Highlight from that clip on the last podcast. That yeah. shit was funny. It's Who not you funny. It's not on funny. Uh, August 13th. What's his name? Caesar Dash. Who's that guy? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know who he is. Yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna be fighting. If you guys didn't know, Tony Cortez is an MMA fighter, soon to go to the UFC. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be freaking crazy, bro. Yep. UFC I'm looking fights. for a spectacular finish, and I'll find it for sure in this fight. Some roundhouse kick, flying kick. Hey. That was close. Clean. You're close. Oh shit. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. But yeah, who's the guy you're fighting, bro? What division are you guys fighting at? 145, huh? 145. Um, he's 27 years old. He's an amateur. He's not very good. He's only beating guys with a losing record. Mm. The one guy he has fought that had more wins than losses, he got finished against. So obviously he's fighting bums. Um, bums he, only, he started training during the pandemic. I've been training for 10 years. It's going on 11 years now. So, oh, so he's only been training for like, what, three years? Yeah. Oh, shit. For him, this is shits and giggles. You know, he's having fun. For the, for me, I'm fighting for my life. Mm-hmm. This is everything to me. So, uh, Dude, I'm gonna that show last him fight. It for, yeah. For that him showed. To, for him to step into the cage against me, you know, he's fucking ballsy and he's retarded. So you shit. give him respect for that, but also I, you're kind of stupid. Yeah, I give him <laughs> respect for that because, you know, the biggest accomplishment Caesar Dash will ever have is... Looking at me at, on TV when I'm 27 years old with three belts in the UFC, he'll be able to say, oh, that guy knocked me out. I was man enough to step in there against him. That's the, big, that's the biggest accomplishment that he'll ever have. What belts are you going for? 135, 145, 155. So that's what? That's uh, flyweight, featherweight, and lightweight? That's bantamweight, featherweight, oh, and lightweight. Flyweight. Flyweight's 125. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Dang. So, who are the champions of those current divisions? It's Oliveira. Well, 35 
is um who the fuck just won the 35 belt? It's for Figueroa or something like that? No. Nah. Davidson? No, that's Flyweight. I keep thinking Flyweight. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. Volkanovski. And, and Oliveira. Who do you think is going to win that one on October? Who's fighting? Oliveira and Islam Makhchev. I want Oliveira to win. I think he'll take it. Me too. No, that guy's a, that guy's a beast. Yeah. He's scary. Yep. And it's crazy. I was watching. Have you seen that documentary that this guy makes? He makes a whole bunch of like UFC documentaries on YouTube. His name is like Patrick, Patrick something. But like uh, he makes really good like Netflix level documentaries at home about UFC fighters and their history. And he made one about Charles Oliveira and it was great. I yeah. recommend it. Yeah, this guy had a tragic past, you know, so he's got something to fight for. Yeah. What do you think would be something you would say that you're fighting for? What motivates you as a fighter? A lot of stuff, man. I mean, I come from nothing, bro. I really do. I have a great mom, though. So that gives me the Shout motivation. Yeah, that gives me the motivation to be a great son. Mm -hmm. And I fight for love, life, light, and unity. I want to share a message with people. And that's the most important thing is it's not materialistic stuff. You know, that's not what I fight for. I fight to give love to my family and to be able to help them as much as I can. And by, by doing that, I got to help myself as much as I can make the most money that I can make so that I could do certain things that I can't do without it. Cause it is a tool and I'm it is a tool. It. I don't know how people say that, um, having money makes you less happy. I feel like it would make a, a lot of struggles go away. I feel like you'll be in a sense of security, you know? Yeah. It's great having money. Who doesn't like having money? Right. Do you think, because I've seen this a lot. I've seen this a lot of fighters that they just don't fight anymore because, you know, they they got the belt or they're getting that money that they've been looking for. And because of all that, they got everything that they want, but they're not fighting fully. They're just in there to get that money, take the dub and just leave. They don't give you that show anymore. What do you, th do you think you would be more of a legacy fighter or you're looking for the money for the bag? Honestly, bro, I'm fighting to be the greatest fighter that ever walked the face of the planet. So I want my shit. name to be remembered for thousands and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. I want to be in the ranks of Alexander the Great, Mike Tyson. You know, I'm Tyson. cut from their cloth. And I'm the conqueror, bro. This is what I'm coming to do. I'm coming to stand up against any type of oppression. I'm coming here to stand up against the government. Anything, bro. I'm fighting for my people. And that's that's... That is why I have such confidence that I have because I know that God is on my side. Nobody could beat me. I think you'll be fine in the UFC, bro. This is going to be a great thing to watch when you're in there. What's it called? We had Brayden on the last episode and he was talking a whole bunch of stuff on uh, UFC fighters and how he's going to come into the UFC. You even commented on it, freaking Jerry. Yeah, he's right, bro. Those guys do suck. Yeah? They what can't wrestle. So? They, I, they, they can't, can't wrestle. wrestle. Shit. No. There's so many times they could have hit switches, all types I of stuff. I saw that too. Raiden's got really good wrestling, but he needs good submission defense and needs to get his hands and his kicks better. And then he'll be solid, bro. He'll be a really good fighter. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. But I started training when I was 10. My hands and my kicks have been good. My jujitsu has been good. I wrestled to get better at MMA. I got good at wrestling and now I'm back to MMA and I'm, a complete fighter. I have two submission wins. 
I Charles Oliveira, two guys. <laughs> I freaking two decisions. I Khabib, two guys. Now I'm about to get my second knockout. First knockout, Conor McGregor, the guy, six seconds. Yeah, that was crazy, bro. I'm going to try to find the clip and then just put it in like on the side or something. Just now so I'm going to do it again. You know what I mean? I can Another do highlight? it all. I can do it all. Yeah, it's going to be freaking clean. So you're saying something with the kick. That's just all you're going to give us. I don't want to give away my whole game plan, you know, but I mean, anything I touch him with, bro, he's going to feel it. You it's know, I'm hitting him with everything that I've ever been through and everything my ancestors have ever been through. He's going to get touched with that. It's going to be good to watch. August 13th. Wait, can you can they buy tickets through your website? Buy tickets from me. Hit me up personally. I'll come bring the tickets to you. You know, um, we'll have a little convo, whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, I love you guys. That's just what it is. How long, how many more fights do you think it will take to finally get to the UFC? So after this, um, I'm either looking to fight in South America for the world championships for amateurs. Oh, okay. Or Against a, a world champion? Well, we're fighting for the title. Mm -hmm. Or um, I'm going to fight for Combate Global. They're looking to sign me. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Trying to keep my options open, see what's the best way to go. But that's also another option. So I think after after I win Worlds, maybe like six pro fights, I'll be in the UFC for sure. Six finishes in the pros. Finishes or knockouts? Finishes. Like submission finishes? All what do you of look it, for bro. more? Do you look for more submission game or more like knockout power game? I've done it all. Yeah, I've got you two have. submissions. But what do you like... I don't know how to explain it. Like, how do you, what do you feel more comfortable with? What do you like looking for? What's your favorite thing to look for? My favorite thing? I want to knock guys out, bro. <laughs> That's I want to I wanna put guys out. I want to end their lives. That's what I want to do. Dude, it took like one punch to actually knock the guy out. And then the rest of them were just finisher punches. Yeah. See, this, the, that's what sets me apart from everyone else. After I knock you out, I'm going to hit you with the kitchen sink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to get my last couple shots in before the ref pulls me off. Yep. And Smith. shit, hopefully, you know, you stay alive. The guy didn't look too confident going into that fight, to be honest with you. I broke him mentally before the fight, bro. And then you freaking ate Oreos off the belt, bro? With some <laughs> leche? Fuck yeah. I had to, like bro. Oreos. He said he was going to eat off my belt. Whose belt? <laughs> my belt? I'm the only one eating off my belt. Come on now. Yeah, bro. I saw him in that one clip that they um they tried to put it together. I think it was Sparstar MMA that put the clip together. But he was mm -hmm. just like basically like, well, I don't want to kill the guy, you know. So maybe hurt him a little bit. You're like, I'm gonna fucking eat his throat. You know, he was you were ready. This guy yeah. didn't seem like that. No. He thought he was not. going into a sparring match, bro. This is what I'm saying. That guy was a 28-year-old amateur. You're 28 years old, you're still in the amateurs, but mate, like, come on, it's time to hang him up now. You know what I mean? You think so? You got guys like me in there. I'm 20 and mm -hmm. I'm the champion. Young, ready to go. Been training since I was 10. Come on. Who doesn't what want What do you it? think? You're going to get lucky? You're going to get lucky against somebody like me who's been training since they were 10? So I next... take this shit serious. Hell yeah. This is my profession, bro. I'm a professional. I'm telling you, he went in there thinking that it was like some sparring match. This is not sparring. Yeah. I'm going to kill he learned that, that he guy. He learned that the hard way. I'm trying to get somewhere. You're in front of me. It's time for you to die. That's what I think. 
It's like math. Not, that's not what I think. That's what I know. Ah, and it is like confidence. math. It's a fact. Do you think your confidence is what takes you to that different level compared to some of these other fighters? Yeah. Yeah? Like, how, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would your confidence level be at? I feel like I should own the whole world. I knew that answer was going to come. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, 30. <laughs> I feel like everybody should bow down to my feet. And Damn. it's probably what's going to happen, bro. In all three divisions? Bantam weight, lightweight, and featherweight? You mean the competitors? Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody in those three divisions. By the time by the time I get up and wait, I'll probably be around thirty years old. When I'm at one fifty five. At one fifty five. Yeah. Okay. What do you you're at one thirty five right now, right? Right? One forty five, but mm. amateur. Once I go pro, I'll be at one thirty five. Ah, uh, so by I'll the time one thirty five. By the time I'm 26, 27, I'll be up at 145. By the time I'm 30, 32, around there, I'll be up at 155. After that, I'll do a couple big boxing fights and then I'll ride off into the sunset. What kind of horse? Not a horse, uh, a boat. No, not a boat, a ship. A ship? My, like a pirate ship? Like a big ass one? My ship from 500 years ago when I conquered Mexico, <laughs> when I conquered the Nochtitlan. Nochtitlan. It, also, where's your um, heritage from? Is it like Aztec? Mayan? I think so. I'm very connected with the Aztecs. I've hung out with um, with um, natives from Peru. I forgot what tribe they're from. I don't know how I could forget that. Um, you know, know, after you came on our show and you talked about like your spiritual experience with um, what's the what's the name of the thing that you use? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, exactly. Once Madre you told us Ayahuasca. What is it? Madre Ayahuasca. Madre Ayahuasca. If you don't know what Ayahuasca is, it's a hallucinogenic, right? It's a powder. It's not hallucinogenic. What is it? What would you say it was? It's, what did you experience? I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not a shaman yet, but it's not hallucinogenic. So you don't hallucinate? You don't you see do, things? You don't feel You do things? hallucinate, but I wouldn't call it that. But it, it, it's something else because the chemical that's in Ayahuasca, DMT... Is already uh -huh. in. It's in your it's side part of, of your it's brain. It's producing your liver. I want to say, your all organs. types of stuff. Yeah, it's part of us. So it's not hallucinogenic because it's not coming from somewhere outside, and then you're taking it, and it makes you hallucinate. It it goes inside of you and goes straight to those parts that have the same thing, and then you start to experience what you experience. Mm -hmm. No, literally, as I was saying, last time you got off the podcast. I was so intrigued by that. I was like, I need to like look into this, all this like spiritual experience. Because at that time, me and my sister, we were like really feeling ourselves in a spiritual in a spiritual way. Like we felt good. You know, everything was going right. We felt good with ourselves. Our mentality was right. We had a good connection, you know. And um, we started looking more into it. The DMT, Joe Rogan always talking about it. Would you do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Will you ever do like... Um, like the heavier stuff, like the the back of the toad. I've done like it. Tyson shit. You've done it. Yeah. How was that? It was great. I saw that I'm the best fighter in the world. That's what it showed me. Fifteen seconds. Um. That's 15, usually fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. Dang. What do you see, bro? Do you remember at all? A lot of people say they can't remember because it's just like what they think they're. I don't really want to get into that. I'm not trying to share my experience with you think it's more personal value yeah 
I like that. That's good. But I'll let you guys know. I did see I'm the best fighter ever. Believe it or not, I believe it. So it's all that matters. Pay-per-view shit. ESPN, bro. That's where you're going to be at. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. All these. It's not It's not really that crazy. It's where I belong. You know. It is where you belong. I've but been knowing this since I was 10 years old. Since the first time I saw somebody fight on TV, I, know, I knew that I was going to be there and be one of those guys. And what do you think it's like? I started training, and then now I'm the best one. At a boy. What do you think it's like? Uh, what are the first fights that you think you remember seeing? Like what? Really, what fight really caught your attention? It was Chuck Liddell. I saw him knock somebody <laughs> the out. The Ice Man. Yep, the Ice Man. Yep. Against who? You remember? I don't remember who it was against. He got a crazy knockout, and then he just started flexing and yelling. And he had a mohawk. He had yeah, the cool that blue shorts on. Uh huh. I was like. Yeah, I want to be one of those guys. Chuck Liddell was on some shit when he was in the UFC, bro. He was knocking people out. The Iceman for a reason. <sighs> Straight to the floor. You know what's crazy? I didn't think I want to be one of those guys. I thought I'm going to be one of those guys. Like, it was already set in stone for you me. You were like, that's me. Yeah. I like that you, I like that you um, really think things into existence or say things into existence. Because a lot of people... They think they're dreams, but you like you really visualize it every day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget about it, and it, even to me, like I'll be here slacking on my own stuff, and like I see my dream, but I just I don't know. It's hard for me to get to it, but you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, and we've seen that, bro, since wrestling. Never gonna stop, bro. Dang, I'm Did gonna you- have those three belts one day. Promise. Those three belts? You think you'll ever move up to light heavyweight or heavyweight? Like make that massive change, bro? No. Those guys are way bigger than me, but way bigger. don't get it twisted, though. I'm down to fight those guys, too. Dang. Francis Ngannou? I'll fight Francis, too. Dang. I'll Francis just, is scary. I'll try to knee bar him. Knee bar him? Yeah, I'll just keep going for knee bars and, <laughs> and ankle locks. I'm going to be an ankle biter. Speaking of heavyweights, you saw Derek Lewis yesterday? Yeah, First, he looked, like I feel sorry for him, bro. He can't yeah. get a win in his hometown. You know, something's wrong with him mentally. That's what I'm thinking. That, I think that's what, like, even after the fight, you saw his face. I think that added on to his loss. He was just like, damn. Well, he just lets the pressure get to him. So, obviously, he ain't no diamond, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he needs to go home and rethink his life. He was ready for the fight. It's just he got caught with something he just didn't see coming. I feel like he could have been. I feel like he was a little too aggressive in the beginning. And it caught him. He just kept going forward, and Sergey's good going back. That's why, bro. He did. He fell under pressure. Yeah. He, he didn't. Yeah. He wasn't there mentally. That's a good explanation. He was there under pressure. He didn't know how to react fully. Yep. So this next fight, bro, August thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It's against some nobody guy. He said he's twenty-seven. He's not a nobody. He's five and one. Mm. People think he's good. He but trains. He trains with some good fighters. Like who? Do you I'm know? taking him seriously. You know, obviously, I I know I'm gonna win, mm-hmm. but I'm taking him seriously. You're taking him seriously. Do you think it's gonna be an early knockout like the first one? Hopefully, it's a possibility. It's a very big possibility. Yeah. When uh when the other fight, the one that you just had, uh when you had it, I was in Big Bear. I was filming a movie. And I saw it on my phone. I was like, okay, because like right next to me. And I'm like, bro, 
did you see Tony? He's like, no. This fool just knocked somebody out in like six seconds. He's like, no way. And I show him the phone like right away. Boom, look. He's like, my boy Tony, bro. Oh my God. He fucking starts going crazy. I'm telling you, we were like cheering you on in the room just from that one clip. We were like going Heck crazy. Yeah. You guys are cool. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's you might not see it as a crazy thing because you're like, I'm just doing what I do. This is me. But for me, it's like, dude, my friend's out here kicking ass. Yeah. So it is crazy to see. You know, it, just watching you go into the octagon, everyone's a little nervous. You know, you're like, hopefully he's, he's good. Hopefully he's good. And we know where you're going to be good. We just want to be careful, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's a how, normal day for me, bro. How does your mom feel when uh, when you're fighting, bro? You think she, she gets like more scared or she's just strong as you? She says, you better fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's a badass. My son will never fucking lose. That's what she tells me. That... Speaking of son, will your kids ever be in the UFC or MMA fighters? I don't know if if, if I have a son, I don't know if he's going to be a fighter, but he's definitely going to be one of the strongest men on the planet mentally. You're just going to have him training? Yeah. Yeah. Not training. Well, yeah, training just in a different aspect. I'm going to teach him the stuff that I wasn't taught as a kid. And that's What would you say that would be? Survival skills. All types of stuff. I mean, I do have those skills, but I'm going to teach him in a different way. He's going to be an animal. And the good kind. Yeah. Or, uh, we said this in the last podcast. Um, a warrior in a garden and a garden in a warrior. Yeah, he'll be a warrior of light. A warrior of light. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, what's it called? What's his name? Charles Oliveira said he's illuminated by by God's light or something like that. Yeah. That's freaking cool. He is, bro. He, he really is. is. That's like, he's the perfect example of what I would say a actual champion is. Like, this dude doesn't come around to play. He comes in and finishes the job. Yeah, I like Charles Oliveira. He's a good example of a human being. He is a good example of a human being and a fighter. Mm-hmm. And a champion now. He's, yeah. He's just well-rounded all the way through. You know, and people uh, underestimated him a lot throughout his experience. Do you think people underestimate you? I don't know. I think people know. They know I'm great. They know you're great. It would be nice to have more people that underestimate me around me. Because then it's going to feel real good when I'm there, you know. But, I mean, even if they do underestimate me, they're not telling me that, you know. Yep. So, how do you think the aftermath of this next fight is going to be? How do you celebrate? How do you celebrate for your, after your fights? Everybody's going crazy. The last time I celebrated, I had a couple drinks with my family. Um, Where'd you go to drink? Jameson. Jameson. You, uh, what's it called? What is it called when they mix it with Red Bull? I don't know. I like it straight out of the bottle, bro. It's green, right? It's the green one. I don't really drink yeah. that, so I don't really know. It's the green bottle with the deer. Yeah, I'm not really a drinker, so I don't know too much about drinking either, mm. but... It is what it is. How did you celebrate after your last fight? I got drunk. I got drunk <laughs> with my family. At home? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. I didn't really... I enjoyed spending time with my family, mm-hmm. but drinking is not really my thing. Yeah. I, I'll have a drink every once in a while, but not to the point where I'm getting like fucked up crazy. Yeah. That's just, why like how I said on Saturday, I was like, I don't know if I want to get drunk or if I want to go watch my boy fight, you know? It's yeah. a big landslide, you know? 
Because you wake up the next day, you're all fucked up. Yeah, it's not fun. It's Mm-mm. not fun at all. And they get your ass back to training right after. Wait, you did that, no? What? I think I saw on your Instagram. After, literally the day after you started celebrating or after the fight, the next day you were just like um, punching the mitts with somebody. I forgot who it was. Yeah, bro. Back in the gym after every fight. Not too long of a celebration? Focus I mean, I, I keep celebrating when I go home and I fucking eat my cookies, you know? Those Oreos? Still part of the celebration. Yeah. It's the only I get to eat off of this shit. Only me. Not nobody else. Yep. These next... the Your fights right now are um, three rounds, right? Yeah, three three-minute rounds. Three three-minute rounds. So not five. No. But I train for five five-minute rounds. Do you think you can go the full five rounds with with uh, somebody right now? Yeah, bro. My cardio is on a different level right now. Oh, and then yesterday you went up freaking Moreno Valley again? Yep. I ran up a mountain, came back home, and then I went for another run. And then chilled for a little bit, watched the fights, then went for another run. You like running? No, I hate running. But it's something that I have to do. There's some you know? people that like find it, you know, therapeutic. I personally hate fucking running. I don't get it. What's up? It's your pops. Hi, buddy. My dad is here. Came back from the gym. So he's been training too. Yeah. Yeah. He's been wanting to eat. He's like, later on, we're going to get some mats in here. So yeah. Start like rolling and some jujitsu, some wrestling. It's going to be cool. So if you ever want to come and train, it's going to be fun. You yeah, I'll roll you up. Too. Yep. <laughs> like a burrito, bro. No, Okeke okay, okay, still wants that rematch. He's like, bro, I'm going to get him next time, bro. I was like, all right. I took it easy on him. <laughs> Dude, that shit went straight to the freaking forehead. I have the video on my phone. I don't know if I sent it to you. Nah, I didn't watch the part where I cracked him. Yeah, you went like straight in and he made that Usman face. That fucking... <laughs> when he gets cracked. Nah, I don't like sparring Okiki because he goes in all hard. Ah... And then he just like runs away and then like, <laughs> come on, bro. You got to let me get my shit back. You can't just quit now. You know no, what I mean? It's because he was doing good like the first few seconds. Like he felt confident, but you hit him with one. And he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what like woke him up. So we started backing up. I'm like, no, you got to keep it up. You got to boom. Another one. He's like, just like this now the entire time. Protecting and protecting. He's got he's got raw power. That's what he has. He's mm. played football and stuff. So I took it easy on him in the, in the beginning. He came at me hard like that. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, I got to actually respect this guy. And then I hit him with that one. I was just like, boom. And then I guess he <laughs> felt that shit. Dude, no, I'm telling you, if you look at it through the phone, your, your fist went straight to his forehead right here. And his face went... He's like, no more, no more. No, he kept going for like a few seconds afterwards, but then he started turning his back to you. Yeah. Then he left the body shot open. I was ripping him to the body. Yeah, I saw that afterwards. I was like, where are you going, Okiki? Where are you going? What do you think was, because you also kicked him in the leg. He voluntarily asked you to kick him in the leg. Yeah. How much power, like percentage-wise, do you think you used? Like 30, maybe even less. Because he felt that literally... To till the night on that day. Yeah? Yeah, he was like, bro. I'm like, what? He's like, my fucking leg hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's Literally, worse. It was like nine o'clock. It's worse when you don't expect them. Oh, uh, so you get to like tighten up and stuff? Yeah. 
Dude, how do you check kicks? Like, what's the secret to it? Kicks uh, I've never really known about. Turn your leg, lift your leg up, and make it hit the, the strong side of your bone. Mm. Not the muscle side, because your leg will still be messed up after that. Yeah. Dude, we've been seeing a lot of kicks in the UFC now. A lot of kicks? A lot more kicks. Yeah. Leg kicks. Somebody just got a knockout for, or not knockout, but TKO over a leg kick. Remember that? I don't. I don't really watch that much UFC, bro. Oh, that's all I watch, bro. I only like to watch day. championship fights. Or sometimes I watch fights just to study, see where these guys are at, what they're throwing and stuff. I'll do that. I watch the guys in my weight class. There's some amateurs, you know, because they're fucking hungry. They want to get to that top position. So they're fighting a little bit better than some of these champions now. Some of these champions are just in here half-assing stiff, bro. Like Adesanya? Like Adesanya, bro. I I'm, I really do try not to talk shit on Adesanya. But after that last thing, saying all this and that, and then doesn't go out to show and just like cruises the entire time. He's that good, though. If you think about it, he's that good. He could just fucking cruise the whole yeah, fight. Just, just and then Cannoneer didn't bink. bring anything to the freaking table. They don't want it at all. Well, he is fighting Cannoneer, too. Cannoneer is just a powerhouse. You know, he hits you with one shot, going to sleep. But like compare that fight to the fights last night. You see what I mean when it comes to like what I think of a championship? And I know like people might be saying, like, oh, you're fucking casual. Oh, you're pretty for me, for me, it's like you can't come out with that walkout, waste all your energy on that walkout and yep. then have a boring fight. It's like your whole fight was the walkout now. Exactly. That's the problem I had with it. That's what a lot of people got confused on the last world. They thought that I was like literally talking shit that he's a nobody. No, that's Adesanya. It's just what he said and what he did didn't correlate. Mm-hmm. Be a man of your word type thing, you know? It's whatever, bro. I mean, he's doing his thing. Pereira's about to fucking probably fuck him up. You think so? For sure, bro. That guy's like me, bro. He's a beast. Yeah. He already beat him twice. We're like, what? Everyone's like, watch that second fight again. He hangs out with the natives. He comes from, he actually comes from native land in mm -hmm. Brazil. So he's from there. He grew up there. I mean, he's going to smash on Adesanya hey, he's bad. He's going to take it easy on Adesanya. Adesanya better be ready for this one. Adesanya knows what's going to happen, bro. Yeah. It's time for him to go. He had his fun. He had his, his time to be who he wants to be. But Pereira's going to set him straight. The man's coming in now, you know? You think he's going to leave him frozen like Elsa? <laughs> <laughs> who says that? I don't fucking know, Frozen bro. like Adesanya Elsa? Adesanya does. Like... Adesanya's gone too far, bro. A little bit too far. He's, like, had, he's had too much fun. He's fighting these guys that are not that good, you know? The 185 division is kind of like, it's whatever right now. Yeah. They still have guys that are good at one thing. They're until purely a striker. Derek Brunson, uh, a wrestler. There's, there's not really many guys there that can do it all. And then Adesanya is a kickboxer. And he still switches it up every once in a while, but it's mainly kickboxing. Yeah. So this time it's going to be two kickboxers going in in the octagon. Alex Pereira and Adesanya. And Pereira knocked his ass out. Was it twice? Oh, no, he it knocked him out once. Fight. He knocked him out once. Yeah, it was in his, their second fight together. And that's with what? I don't know how many ounces those gloves are, but they're bigger gloves. Yeah. The UFC gloves are four ounces. And then he just knocked out Sean Strickland too. Yeah, Sean Strickland, bro. He, he used to train out here at the UFC gym in at Corona. Peerless. Oh, he trains at Peerless, too. Braden's been going there over, for like the past week. I think he said he's competing in the Jiu-Jitsu tournament soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said he wants to get out there a little bit more. 
That's what's up. And he said in the last one that he can take out a black belt. So maybe, bro. <laughs> Do you think you take out a black belt? Yeah. Yeah. What in jiu-jitsu, like what belt do you think you would categorize yourself as? He said he would be like purple belt. I'm like probably a brown. Probably a brown, almost a black. Yeah, I'm not a black belt, bro. There's so many moves in jiu-jitsu that nobody knows, you know? Yeah, and those red belts after like, what, 30 years or something? Something like that. I don't know. People, yes. people be buying their belts on online now, you know? Speaking buying of belts. themselves for certificates. Oh, and just like playing it off? Yeah. Speaking of belts, do you know by any chance the like leveling system of Taekwondo? Because literally almost all of my friends are black belt in Taekwondo and I don't get how that works. Yeah, see Taekwondo too, karate. Some of those schools are just, here's a black belt, you know? Yeah, like come a lot here, of my friends are black belts. Come to my gym for six months and you'll get a black belt. They just want you to stay at the gym for six months yeah. and pay them. Because I've even sparred with some of my friends and they see, oh, you know, well, I'm this and that, this and that. But they don't really show it. You're like, you're not a black belt, bro. Mm -hmm. Don't lie. You've seen black belts. They're out here throwing kicks and shit. Yeah. Flying through the air. I don't know, bro. What do you think about that? In I think in, the uh, most important thing when it comes to having any type of credentials in MMA or any sport that involves MMA is going out there and competing and winning stuff. Not just having a black belt. Do you think belts matter? Uh, to a certain degree, yes. They do matter. Why so? And why don't they? Some people actually put in the work. You know, some people actually put in the work to get the belts that they have. And some people are just there and they happen to get a black belt? Well, nah. Well, I mean, jujitsu is different. Taekwondo, I don't know. I don't really want to speak on that. I mean, I don't know much about Taekwondo. They, I mean, obviously, it's kind of a known thing. They get their they get their belts pretty fast. But I mean, it's a different sport. Maybe in like other countries, it takes years and years to get a black belt in karate or Taekwondo because there is some good guys out there that there will fucking spinning kick your head off. Yeah, you don't even see it coming. It just comes in. Yeah. Slices straight off. Fast, real fast. Do you think how I haven't seen well, I've seen you wrestle a lot in your fights. I want to see you kick. I want to see this last fight of more kicks. That's gonna be cool. Been working, bro. Been working on my full arsenal. It's gonna be crazy. That full MMA. Mm -hmm. We were talking about it yesterday, me and my dad, because um we were watching the fights. And then the day before we were talking about our like predictions to the fight. And we were saying, like, that's what really makes a difference in a fighter in the UFC. It's like, you can't just stick with one thing. You have to be well-rounded all the way around. And we've seen that, like, throughout some of these fighters. Either they're really, really good at one thing, or they know exactly how to match everything together. Yeah, exactly. Like, look at uh, Alexander the Great. Like, this was an all-rounded fighter. You know, you just, we've seen him in every position. It's good. He could fight everywhere. He can fight everywhere. But he's he's more of a striker. He's more of a striker for sure. Yeah, he really... Against Max Holloway in the last one, you saw that. I don't think his wrestling is that great. No? Nah. I don't think his jiu-jitsu... Maybe his jiu-jitsu is pretty good. He almost got choked out by... Uh, by Brian Ortega. Ortega, though. Yeah. Ortega's real good. He's really good in jiu-jitsu. He fucking... Like, 
He, you saw how he jumped onto that fast. dude? He just... Uh-huh. Straight in. He's been doing jiu-jitsu for years, bro. Yeah, he's from Anaheim, no? He's from San Pedro. San Pedro. Mm-hmm. San Pedro. San Pedro. There's a funny... Have you ever had the... What's it called? The food over there? The shrimp and everything? On the big-ass bread? No, but a lot of my family lives there in the projects. Mm. So I used to always hang out over there. You should try it. I don't, I don't I honestly don't know what it's called, but there's a there's a place in San Pedro, it's right by the ocean and they have like this big ass um piece of bread. I don't know what kind of bread it is. Like a big bolillo. Mm-hmm. They put shrimp and like a whole bunch of seafood on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really good. Highly recommend it. That sounds good. Next time you go, highly recommend it. And swordfish so. too. Have you had swordfish? Mm-mm. That's that's gotta have a lot of like good nutrients. Imagine all the muscle, all the freaking mm-hmm. like salmon. Have Shit. you heard that before? Salmon's bomb. Salmon is bomb. Have you heard that before? What? How it's like um, you know how they say like you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. Like imagine what salmon has to go through on a daily basis. You know, well not the like farmed one because they're just there in a freaking pond, mm-hmm. but like the ones that are actually like going upstream. All that muscle, all that movement, that exercise, yeah. nutrients. Those fish are fit. Hell yeah. They got to be, you know? Mm-hmm. But then again, like the ones that we're eating, they're in a big ass pond. They're just swimming around. Oh, uh, little weak ass fish. Yeah, we've been thinking about that a lot. Like the organic stuff. Do you eat organic food? No, I don't see. I just eat right now. When I could get meal preps, I get meal preps. But I be lagging on it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I just eat hard boiled eggs. Make sure to get my proteins in for the day. The only thing I really optimize is my weight and calories and calories I'm eating and calories I'm burning. I'm burning a lot more calories than I eat. So I'm always staying low on weight. Have you ever had a, uh, you probably have, like a body scan where they tell you like everything about your body, like uh, the body fat percentage, uh, how much calories you're you're losing on a rest day? I had that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. but now when I go pro I'll be able to do stuff like that a lot more dude it's it's gonna be cool seeing how you start putting your team together for like when you go pro Mm -hmm. so your dietitian your doctor make sure that your whole body is in perfect condition Mm -hmm. you know everyone doing their own part yeah right now I have a solid team I mean I do a lot by myself but my people help me a lot. You know, I got my coaches. I got a psychologist. I have oh, a psychologist just I, to make your mental mm-hmm. keep flowing. I have a meal prep man. Mm-hmm. They're basically a dietitian yeah. at that point. Dang, bro. Dietitians are cool to watch because they know exactly what goes into your body and they know exactly how it's going to react in your body. Yeah. So they're, they're making you go 100% and make you feel 100%. Yeah, I want to pay somebody a lot of money for that. That feel like that's a huge investment as a fighter. Yeah, and that's a lot of that's one of those things that a lot of people are forgetting in the UFC or like in professional fighting. Their diet, you know, when they have to like do those like drastic weight cuts instead yeah. of being like. But nice I want to. I want to be in great shape all the time. You exactly. Know? The last fight, I kind of blew up, and then now I'm back down. Luckily, I lose weight really fast. What weight were you at in your last fight? 145 but after i got up to 170 and oh, then now shit. yeah now i'm back down to 156 
walking around, you know, healthy. How did you feel at 170? Fat. Yeah? Yeah, real fat. You felt fat. sluggish? Sluggish, fat, you name it, bro. I felt strong, though. Yeah? But that's just fake, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just Not, more mass. Yeah. Gotcha. So you feel, you think 145 is like your ideal uh, weight? For same day weigh-ins, yes. Cause we, we weigh in the same day we fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So you don't have that much time to like eat and like to get To recover, no. Nah. Yeah. Or else I would be at 135. Mm. What do you think? So 135 is your ideal? Yeah. Yeah? Nice. That's... Damn! <laughs> so Algerman Sterling's the champion of that one. Let's just say you got it in... Oh. He is Algerman Sterling. Like, how, how well do you think you'll do against him when you do get the chance to fight him? Algermain Sterling? Algermain. I don't know. Um, I know I'll beat him, bro. Yeah? I want to fight Peter Yan. I think Peter Yan's going to beat him. Again? They are... Are they fighting again? Peter Yan's fighting Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Sean O'Malley's really good, too. His striking is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Peter Yan last fight against Algermain Sterling was just getting held. For two rounds, yeah, I got his back to whatever. I mean, next time he fights him, it ain't going to happen again. You think he's going to And finish? the first time he fought him, imagine that. It's going to be a good, interesting then, fight. Aljamain Sterling was tired at the end of the fight. You know, it looked kind of like he was getting close to quitting. He was just laying down, trying to make it through the last couple of rounds. Do you ever see your... um? Okay, well, so you do face off, right? Against your opponent, right? So you know how Mike Tyson has said like he would beat his fighter. He would be his opponent like before he even got into the ring. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get like that sense where they just snap and they're like, oh, fuck. Like, just by staring at them during the face-off. The last opponent I had, yeah, he was done, bro. He looked done. I broke him. His <laughs> mind was somewhere else. He was done. He wasn't prepared for this fight. No, well, he was prepared for the fight. Mentally? But he wasn't prepared for me. Mm. For me to come at him and bring the energy that I bring. Like, what did you think he was, like, thinking? Like, he thought he was going to take it slow or something? I think he was thinking he was overconfident and... I don't know what he was thinking, bro. These guys, they're obviously not smart. Yeah. We saw that <laughs> that last fight. You yeah. didn't think things through. So this next fight is probably going to be around the same thing. What? Nice little knockout. Yeah, that's the plan, bro. That's a fun for every fight. I'll, all right. I'll say it. I have two submissions, two decisions, and I'm about to get my second knockout. Your so I'll have knockout. two, two, two. Now I'm going pro. Bro, two, two, two. That's a good number. Exactly. So you're already on the right path. Wait, just wait till it get, gets to four, four, four. It's even four, better. Four, four, four. Yeah. Yeah. Are they talking? I can't hear. That's why I can barely hear with these headphones. I can <laughs> hear anything on the outside. So imagine like when I'm playing video games and stuff. How I used to? I don't play video games as much anymore. But back then, I would not be able to hear shit. I'll be in the game. Yeah. I like these headphones, though. You ever, um, like, what are you doing in your free time when you're not training? Nothing, bro. Just training even more? Yeah. All I do is train. Yeah? You don't get tired of it, huh? Never. And how's your homie? The one that we saw at the gym. Elijah? Yeah, Elijah. Yeah, he just fought on Friday. He won the fight, but the judges gave it to the other guy. 
No way. Mm -hmm. By a lot? Like yeah. But it was a learning experience, you know, for him and for myself as well. Can't leave it to the judges, huh? Not just that. Just learning how my homeboy fights, you know, and he's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Learning stuff while he's fighting. Um, I learned. I took a loss with him, bro. And minor setback for a major comeback. I like how you phrase that. Though. It's... I don't see losses entirely as like a bad thing. I feel like how you said it, it's a learning experience. You do come back a lot stronger than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you saw Brendan Moreno and Kakara France. You know, they haven't fought in three years. So they were looking great back then. And you add another three years of experience. And then Kakara France, after that loss, comes back even more confident. Mm -hmm. Dude, you become a whole different animal after every loss. Yeah, I don't plan on losing at all, you know. I've took enough losses. What do you think when you retire? What do you think your record's going to be? Like what is 33 and 0? 33 and 0? Why 33? Mm -hmm. That's just my favorite number, bro. Do you think Khabib should come back for the 30 and 0? I mean, he should do whatever he wants. He's Khabib. He I mean, if he comes wants. back and beats 33 and 0, gets to 34 and 0, then my record will be 35 and 0 because now I have someone to beat. Ah, so you're going for that number one record in the UFC. I'm I'm trying to beat all of them, bro. In three divisions. Three That's division champion. There's never been a three division champion. There's never been anybody with the 33 and 0 record. Um, there's never been an MMA fighter that's won a boxing fight, a real boxing fight, won a boxing belt, let alone fight. That's what I want. I want a boxing belt. Oh, so you're going to transfer over to boxing as well? Yeah. Mm. Eventually. That's going to be cool to watch too. Mm -hmm. I haven't been keeping up too much with boxing because, I don't know, there's not really fighters that intrigue me as much as the UFC. So that's where I usually stay. Mm -hmm. But like old school fighters, me and my dad are, or my dad mostly, he's always watching them. Mm -hmm. Who do you think would be, well, besides Mike Tyson, like how you said, what would be another fighter that you, or boxer that you like really look up to? Or um, Ali. Ali? And then skill-wise, Pernell Whitaker. Pernell Whitaker. Have you seen um, Roberto... Duran? Duran. Yeah, he's a beast, bro. That's Mike Tyson said that's his favorite. That's Mike Tyson's favorite. Yeah? Who's mm -hmm. your favorite out of all of them? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is, <laughs> your, is your favorite for sure, for sure? For sure. Yeah, he's he's really learned a lot. Even him, how we said uh, about like losses bringing you to like different heights. Mm -hmm. Took a lot of losses in his life. Yeah, I feel a connection with Mike Tyson. You know, I feel like I can relate to him in a lot of ways. You got to join him on the hot box? Eventually, bro. That's the plan. Dude, no. His hot box is insane. He adds... I want to learn. I want to learn how to box from Mike Tyson. You know, if he could be my coach one day, that would be really cool. Dude, he was an incredible boxer. Yep. What do you say? I you dream know. about it? Yeah, dream about it. Oh, yeah. Hey, you've been manifesting all this shit into the world and it's been coming true so far. I said you just keep asking for a chance. Honestly, Mike Tyson, bro, bro, yeah, I can I can get whatever I want. Yeah. All I got to do is just really go for it. Hey, just, just know this. If you come up with a plan to meet Mike Tyson, you like actually go for it, go for it. We can probably do something. I mean, I'm going to meet Mike Tyson, bro. It's bound to happen. You're allergic to cats, by the way? Nah. For sure. I so like cats. Yeah, he's cool. This is Taz right here. 
Mike it just Tyson tripped me out because you never know what they like, what they're gonna do and what they're not gonna do. Nah, he's pretty chill. He's a little mama's boy, bro. Yeah, he seems chill. Yeah, he sees my sister and right away goes straight to her. <laughs> little mama's boy, I swear. But yeah, Mike Tyson, the way he was fighting those always bigger opponents, it was just insane. Him moving super low, going to the sides, just breaking his opponents. Mm-hmm. The Conqueror. That's a good nickname. Who gave you that nickname? You? Myself. Yeah? The Conqueror. Mm-hmm. What's uh, another nickname that your friends give you? Something you're called around mm-hmm. the gym. I'm known, I'm known for giving people black eyes. That's what I'm known for. The black eye guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm known for giving people black eyes and bloody noses. Dang. That's a record on your... And it's not... It's not even on purpose, bro. It's not like I'm going out there and just, ah, during sparring. I'm just touching people. And when I touch people, it hurts them. I guess I have heavy hands. What's something that you really, really want to improve in your game? Like, what's something you want to add to your arsenal? My boxing. I want to get my boxing a lot better. And I want my kicks to get a lot better. And I want nasty, nasty submission wins. Do you um split your training into, like, ugh? You split your training into like different uh, martial arts, like different days, or do you just go um, mix them up every no, single I practice? I split my training different days. Some days I'm focusing on striking, clinch work, wrestling, jujitsu, but all going for MMA. You know, I'll, yeah, just to put it all together. Because mm-hmm. you could do Muay Thai stuff, but certain Muay Thai stuff is going to work for MMA because you could get taken down all different types of stuff, but some stuff will work. So we work everything going for MMA. Everything going for, just to, again, how I said it, just put everything all together and combine it well. Mm-hmm. And I like how um how we see some fighters, like you see their improvement, like you know that they're good in one spot and then you see them improve in another and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And this just came out of nowhere and you just put them all together. Yep. So you said you want to have your boxing. You you think you'll ever have like a a strict boxing camp anytime soon? Like when just pay me a lot boxing. of money. Well, actually, I want to get a boxing fight after this next fight. My coach said he'll get me a boxing fight. Oh. I've been sparring a bunch of boxers too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be an amateur fight or pro fight? Amateur fight, right? Probably amateur since it's my first one. Yeah, headgear and everything. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm just going to go in there and get down. Get down to business. And then Okeke is going to come after that rematch too. (laughs) Whatever. Okeke, you heard it here first, bro. Get your ass training, Okeke. You (laughs) want to fucking fight me. (laughs) Dude, no, I I showed him the fight too. He's like, fucking Okeke, bro. (laughs) Just boom, boom, boom. He didn't know how to take it. He had a cool 30 seconds. He had a cool 30 seconds. Yeah. And a nice leg kick and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, if I were to get kicked in the legs, my ass would be flat on my ass for sure. Right now, you're a lot smaller than Okiki, bro. He's Bro, I'm in terrible shape right now. I'm like the skinniest I've been. Okay, he's big. That's a big boy right there. Yeah, he said he wants to cut weight, but I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. And he's just like, uh, I'm like, I think you should stay and just like work hard on your weight. Yeah, like, I wanted to be too focused on the weight number. Sorry, we're talking about you like that. Okay, okay, it's just we're just talking. You're cool, bro. Yeah. Me. 
We're not talking shit. Don't worry. You're the homie. Stop trying to find me. I'm going to really fuck you up. <laughs> really fucking bad. <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch. It's Another not fun to two. watch. Well, on the sidelines, watching your two friends go at it. You're just looking at Okiki like, you're retarded, bro. What are you doing? Yeah. When, <laughs> he, when he volunteered for that kick, dude, I saw I was like, you're stupid, dude. Why are you doing this? He's like, bro, it's not going to be that bad. I'm like... You're stupid. Bro, that was Why a are perfect you doing this? impersonation of Kiki. Do it hey. again. Huh? Do it again. Bro, like, you already know, like, <laughs> no, I'm saying. That no, bro, Kiki is hilarious as shit. But he, he told me, he's like, bro, before we even went to your thing, he's like, bro, I'm going to tell him to kick me in the leg. Kiki, don't do it. I know. He was coming, bro. He brought his mouthpiece so he could fucking box with Dude, me. Dude, he did. He was like, I'm always prepared. Pulls that shit out. I was like, where the fuck? you get that from he's like i had it in my pocket bro i knew he was gonna want to squabble i was like shut up bro <laughs> yeah he had that purple mouthpiece in already he did that was hilarious did you expect that yeah so basically if you don't know uh our friend justin he was also on the podcast he went to cut your hair mm-hmm. in front of your gym mm-hmm. and then after the haircut okay came to you and he was just like kick me in the leg you kicked him in the leg. You said about 30%. And then he challenged you to spar in boxing. Mm-hmm. Did you expect him to do all of that? Yeah. He's called <laughs> me out. He's called me out for fights before. That's what he said too. But I mean, I didn't really go that hard on him when we were boxing. I was just boom, boom. I can turn it up really bad on him, you know? So, I mean, he does it for fun. It's, it's cool, but whatever. How many training partners do you think you got? I like to fight for fun too, so it's all right, Okiki. Till you get beat up. <laughs> you ever, you'll ever do any uh, Jorge Masvidal backyard beefs? Bro, I've done that so many times. I've gotten so many fights backyard, front yard, street, all of them, bro. You have them on video? Some, there's some on video, yeah, but we don't want to watch that. We need to, no, bro. Yeah, when you want to like, watch me fight and make some fucking good money and fight for when a you're good further reason. down the line, we got to see like that compilation of where it started and boom, 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 boom. The rise of yeah. Tony Cortez on UFC. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Those videos. The rise of Tony Cortez is going to be the title. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to be in a fucking picture. <sighs> be like, showing and everything. Sorry to the people that I beat up in the street. Um, I don't know why I did that. I was a crazy kid. But I'll do it again if you ask me to. Don't stab to me because I would <laughs> do it again. But. Okay, kid. It's, I'm, dude, okay, it would have been cool to have on today with you. He probably, yeah. probably would have been saying some shit too. Yeah. He probably would have asked you to go to the backyard with the mouthpieces and everything. I brought you one. <laughs> What's Funny up with that? that guy? We've been recording for 55 minutes, bro. Is there anything you want to add? Anything you want to talk about? Um, you asked me to be on the podcast today. Yeah. Why, why I wanted did you to promote want to my fight. Yeah? I just want to say August 13th, be ready for, spe- for a spectacular finish. By Tony Cortez. I'm coming in to end this guy's life and his breathing. And he ain't ready for that. So mark my words. August 13th, I will finish Caesar Dash in less than... Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Don't give them too much. For you to see. You guys got to watch it. You know, that's... You brought it up right now. Taking somebody's life. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think that'll be? Let's just say... 
uh, something like that does happen. You take someone's life in the octagon. How do you think you'll feel about that? Sad, probably. Yeah. It's a huge thing. Sad and happy. Happy because I know that he wanted to take me and he also died. And you were doing just victorious. What he, you were the- he, he died doing what he loves and I gave him that. Mm-hmm. And if somebody killed me in a fight, just know that I died doing what I love. It was an honorable death. Yes. You think that's how you'll go out in this life, man? In the octagon? Hopefully, bro. That's you would want to go out. Yeah, that's how I want to go out. You're like at 85. You're like, my time has come. Nah, not get up 85. And you're like, Let's get this. If I if I go through my career without dying, then I'll be fine. You know, I'm not gonna go in there and kill myself. But I mean, if it does happen, I signed the line. I died doing what I love, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you're leaving your family with everything. You know, not yet. I ain't dying no time soon. Nah, bro, I know I gotta get soon. rich first. That's what I'm saying. In the in the future, bro. Speaking that that greatness into experience. Mm-hmm. I'm the conqueror, bro. I'm gonna be super duper rich, very rich. How's your mom's business doing? You promoted it on the last podcast. If you want to promote that again, you can. It's doing good. It's doing real good. Yeah, she's gonna have another ceremony in um, Joshua Tree ceremony. Yeah, there's 10 people that can go. It's going to be a cacao ceremony, very spiritual. So what, What have you been to one of the ceremonies before? I have. I've been not to one of my mom's ceremonies. I'm going to this one, though. Mm. So what is it? You guys just like chill? You said cacao beans? Cacao what? Cacao beans, you said? It's cacao, yeah. They make um, basically hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. But cacao is supposed to open up your heart to a lot of love. That's what the natives use it for in Peru and all those places. And Joshua Tree is really nice. They say that I haven't been, but I've seen like a whole bunch of like good uh, astrophotography. So like a whole bunch of starry nights because there's nothing out there. So Mm -hmm. just a beautiful, clear sky. Yeah, I can't wait, bro. Now add a hot chocolate, bro. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a great time. Yeah, well, sometimes cacao can even be psychedelic. Really? When you drink it, yeah. So it, it it can mess with you in a psychological way. No, it's not going to mess with you in a psychological way, but... Well, not like to the point where you're like tripping out, but like it does affect you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Cacao beans. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're in a big bean and then there's like the little ones inside. That's how they make the chocolate, right? I don't know if they're beans. I don't know what they are, bro. They're like big nuts, no? I think they are, yeah. I don't know. Never seen one. It's good. It tastes good. But hot chocolate made from that directly. I've never had that before. Mm-hmm. That seems like a pretty good, like a pretty good time in Joshua Tree. Yeah, for sure. All right, bro. We are here at fifty nine minutes. We're here for an hour. How do you feel? Feel good, bro. I'm excited for this next fight. Sorry, Bayes. I'm not coming to your party, bro. Maybe afterwards, but yeah. Come party with us, Bayes. Yeah, Bayes. Come party with us. Come watch some fights. Mm-hmm. I don't know how some people don't watch fights, bro. I don't know. It's so some people can't take it. They can't watch it. You know, it's and, not for them. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't get. It's like, uh, I don't watch fights also just because I want to see them like tear each other apart. It's because one, there's that one technical side where they're like actually fighting as fighters, knowing how to counter each other. And also their mentality. I love that mm. warrior mentality, mm. how they think. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to get and achieve that mentality that they have for like an average Joe. Mm-hmm. 
So they come into the ring and they're doing something that literally less than 90% of the world is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, that's why I say it's crazy because it's a crazy sport. It is. Going in there willingly against somebody who wants to kill you. Yep. And you're there, bro. And I'm the best one. You know it. All right, bro. I think we're going to end it here. Thank you guys so much for watching. Any last things you want to say? Any last shout outs? No, I got it all off my chest. You got it all off your chest. August 13th, he's going to be knocking somebody out. Yes, sir. That's a promise. Let's go. Thank you for coming on, bro. It was a pleasure to have you. We should have you on again when we have the studio up and running and everything is not as hectic as it is now. Mm -hmm. But thank you for coming on. No problem, bro. Thank you. Catch you later. See you guys. Like and subscribe. Catch you later.